Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Today, we're basically talking about the work-life balance. And I got a question for you guys. Is balance BS, right? 
Brian Benstock, very dear friend of mine, he is notorious for saying that balance is bull bleep, right? But it's a fine line. It's an absolutely fine line that I teeter because downtime has never been my strong suit. Anyone that knows me can attest to that. But I've also realized as I've grown myself personally and as I've grown my business that there comes a point when you have to realize that you are working to live and not the other way around. And guys, I get it. The struggle is real. Monica just talked about boundary setting in this last segment, and I'm going to piggyback off of that this morning. Guys, I'm definitely not a stranger to the struggle, not a stranger to the imbalance, and perhaps overwhelm is something that you have struggled with too. And so this morning, we are going to tackle the overwhelm together, and I'm going to give you seven of my personal tips for doing so. So I want you to ponder a question this morning before we get started, and I want you to think really hard. What is your why? What's your why? I am challenging you today to ask yourself that. What is the most important thing to you in your life? And I want you to fix your focus on that one thing this morning. You are determining the boundaries that you're going to put in place on your work and your life. I want you to do the things that you have to do so that you can do the things that you ultimately want to do, but I don't want you to burn out in the process. If it's important to you, you're going to find a way, and if not, you're going to find an excuse. So I want each and every one of you here today to commit to less excuses this morning and more living. So that is our topic. Again, we're talking about seven tips for tackling the overwhelm in your life. Guys, by definition, overwhelm is to bury or drown beneath a huge mass or to be defeated completely. If you were alive, you're merely creating perpetual, never-ending overwhelm in your mind, period. Guys, overwhelm is a state of mind. Now, that's not to suggest that life can't get complicated or that the feelings of anxiousness or the stress or the, the idea that I have to be the jack of all trades and do everything is not real. But more often than not, I've learned this myself in my own personal life, the overwhelm that we experience is truly brought on by the actions or the lack thereof that we are taking in our daily lives. So like I said, today we're going to be discussing seven ways that you can start tackling that chaos and take back the control. I have had this conversation ad nauseum with the people that are closest in my life and my circle. I've talked to coaches and trainers and mentors, and it's an area that I have struggled with. Despite any level of success that I might have had, I have a really hard time with balance. I don't have an off button. I don't function when I am not productive. And that's something that I've had to really fix and I've had to change my word set on because for me, it used to be, I don't have a pause button, I need to be busy. But there's a big difference between being busy and productive. And so all of these steps that I'm gonna share with you this morning are things that I have personally had to do in my own life over the last year. And it's still a struggle and I'm still chipping away at it. But as I always tell everyone, we rise together. So that's exactly what we're gonna do this morning. So let's get started. My tip. Number one, for tackling the perpetual overwhelm in your life. Number one, you have to identify the root cause of your state of mind and the tasks that are causing that emotional state that you're in. I said it here many, many times, but you cannot create solutions for things that you don't identify and acknowledge. That's the first step. It's showing up. It's owning it. Hey, I have an issue. I'm too, I'm too busy, I'm not productive enough. I don't know what any semblance of balance is, right? I am the first to admit it. No shame here, 
first person to admit it. But by pinpointing that problem, you're going to be one step closer to finding that solution. So I want you to grab a pen and paper this morning and I want you to write out the stressors of your current circumstances. Where are the areas that you're struggling with? And you're, you're welcome to list as many that you can think of, right? What I want you to do after you do that though, I want you to order those by the level of stress indicator, right? So if let's say you list 10 items, right? Assign the number 10 to that item that you deem as your biggest hurdle. I always go in order, right? Big numbers to small numbers. Some people start with one, I start with 10, right? I want you to figure that out. What we need to do is we need to tackle that big number, right? What is that one thing in your life that is consistently getting in the way of you living the life that you wanna live? What is that one thing that is keeping you from having that joy that you want in your life? Maybe it's, it's you work too much like me. Maybe you don't devote enough time to your family. Maybe you don't devote enough time to your health. And guys, that's a, that's a big one for me. I didn't wanna take any more space for Monica's segment, but when she was talking about that balance, that is the one like absolute non-negotiable, no holds bar in my life that I don't, I don't, I don't push on anymore. It's, it's there, it's in my life, it's a permanent staple. I was almost 300 pounds in 2020. And I ventured into finding the absolute toughest thing that I could find in life, which was 75 hard. I completed all four phases. Uh, April 29th, I completed phase three. I've dropped over 140 pounds in a year and a half. And what I found was in that 30 or so days that I took off, quote unquote, I still keep most of the habits, but what I did was I, I took that 30 days off and I went, oh my gosh, I feel lost now because I created a lifestyle change, not just the habit. And so guys, I encourage you, if you're, if you're lacking right now in your health and your fitness, if that's not an area in your life that's non-negotiable, change it right now, change it because you get one life guys, health is wealth. We say that frequently, but that is one of my non-negotiables. So again, I want you to identify the root cause of that state of mind or the tasks that are causing you overwhelm. And I want you to write them down backwards, big number first, and we're gonna start chipping away at that big number and that one thing. You can't take it on all at once, right? Nobody can pour from an empty cup. So we need to tackle the big, big hurdle first like you say, eat the frog, and then we can move on. But you have to identify it, you have to stand up, you have to own it, and you have to say, this is an area that I struggle. So that is my tip number one for you. Tip number two, we're gonna explore the outcomes, right? There are all different outcomes for every possible situation that we can face in life. Some may be comical, some may be not, you know, but at the same time, I took a self-audit approach. It's something that I do on a monthly basis. 15th of the month, non-negotiable. I whip out my 60 questions, self-audit. You want a free copy of it? Feel free, click on my profile picture, send a text to my text club. You can join my VIP text club for free. Send me a message on Instagram. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm pretty bad about Instagram messages these days. My, my box, sometimes they go into spam filters. Um, and I have hired someone who will be starting very soon who's gonna help me tackle that overwhelm. That's an area I struggle with, social media inboxes promise i'm not ignoring you so the fastest way to reach me if you want that free self-audit join my text club for free shoot me a text just use the word self-audit and make sure you include your email and i will get that to you right away but we have to explore those outcomes and as we said in the first step we can't find an, a solution we can't create an outcome if we don't first identify the problem and fear fear false evidence appearing real fear seems to be one of the greatest causes of overwhelm in our daily lives 
what happens? I mean, if, especially if we're tuned into the God awful media, no offense to any of my friends that are in media. I love Barbara Majeski dearly. She's, she's amazing. Right. But guys, I unplugged six years ago. I, I, I have zero time in my life for the anxiety that comes from, I'm going to call the fake news. And at the end of the day, that's how I view it. And that's my opinion. And maybe it's not yours and we don't have to share that. That's okay. But when I unplugged that media, when I unplugged that news, when I unplugged that, that I used to stay tuned into all day long, everything in my life changed. My anxiety, I've struggled with high functioning anxiety my whole life. That was one area that I just had to get rid of because it was constantly putting these thoughts in my head of this perpetual doom and gloom. And I was over it. You want to, you want to try one thing to start bettering your life? Get rid of the news. Just saying, get rid of the news, limit your time on social media watch, give yourself 30 days, your, your mindset's going to change in remarkable ways. But anyway, so like I said, we focus on the worst possible outcomes rather than allowing ourselves to explore the potential best solutions. And when I feel like this, it seems to be extremely helpful for me to break down my list of the overwhelming tasks or scenarios and consider all the possible outcomes and solutions to fit them. So for example, if I'm feeling overwhelmed because my business isn't making money, let's say, right? I have possible outcomes, right? I can quit. If I quit though, I fail. If I don't quit, my business might start making more money, right? Solutions, what can I do differently to make that happen? Well, I could connect with more people to tell about my business, or I could ramp up my social media presence. I could hire a coach or a mentor to improve my brand and improve my marketing and sales. I could post flyers all over my community so that more people know who I am. Like Shaka Dyson says, if everyone knows who we are and what we do, we'll never have a money problem. But by breaking down our stressors, we become more aware and that we're able to manage those solutions rather than trying to attack everything at once. And guys, I cannot stress this enough. I understand better than anyone that life happens. I lost my husband to suicide in 2016. My life completely spiraled out of control. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was suffocating. I felt like I was drowning. So if that's you today, I hear you. I feel you. I understand you. I empathize with you. I've been there, my friend. I have been there. But at the end of the day, we can only control what we can control. And we have to really just hone our focus in and go, what can I control? And what is one thing that I can tackle today, right? What's one thing I can tackle today? What's one thing that will make me a better person for tomorrow? Start with that one thing. Start with that, that big thing on your list. And then you work your way through it. Once you've tackled that one big thing, move on to the next one. You got to sometimes just do it in baby steps, right? You can't do it all at once. None of us can as much as we may try. But once you realize that you can't control everything, things change. They truly do. And as you start eliminating those things that are causing you that high anxiety and that stress off of your plate, you feel accomplished. It's a win. And then you can move on to the next thing and life begins to get better. My life has done a 180, complete 180. My, my entire mind, body, soul, all of it have done a 180 in the last five and a half years since that tragedy hit my life. But it came down to a choice and it's going to come down to a choice for you too. You have to choose your heart. Once you do that, it's smooth sailing the rest of the way. There's going to be a lot of bumps on the road, but once you change that mindset and you decide everything in life will start to get better, you will be better. I promise you. So that is my number two, explore outcomes. Tip number three, this is a hard one for me. It's probably a hard one for you. Ask for help. Guys, at the end of the day, there's no shame in it, right? 
there's something that you're struggling with, you got to raise your hand and go, I'm struggling. There's no sense in you suffering alone. There's no sense in that because there are people out there who genuinely, myself included, truly want to see you win. We want to see you rise. Everyone on this stage is here. We show up every week because we want to make a massive impact on your life. And one of the biggest ways to continue living in perpetual overwhelm is by trying to be the one person show. Guys, I'm speaking from experience, both in life and in business. Deep down, we all have this notion that we have to be Superman or Superwoman. And that comes from a place of ego. It comes from pride. And worst of all, guys, it comes from our work. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Worry about what other people think. Dude, let that stuff go. Gary Vaynerchuk has a, a more explicit word for that, expletive, whatever you want to call it. But guys, you've got to let it go. If you take nothing else off of your plate today, I want you to let that nonsense go. What other people think of you is none of your business. If that is a stressor in your life, if you are constantly thinking, oh my gosh, if I say this, if I do this, if I don't do that, if I do do that, that somebody is going to be on the sidelines judging me, I'm here to tell you they are. They might be, right? They might be judging you. There are haters, but I'm gonna tell you something. One thing I've learned over the course of my career is that there is absolutely no one out there that is doing more work than you that will ever hate on you. There isn't. So if somebody's coming to attack you, it's because they're miserable with their own lives. So let it go, absolutely. Our egos lead us to believe that people are constantly scrutinizing our every move or they're out to irrevocably harm us or our business. When in reality, most of the time, guys, if, and if anybody's out there doing the work and stuff like that, they're probably not giving you a second thought. People are far too involved with trying to figure out their own state of overwhelm to, to worry about ours, I promise. And like I said, if they are talking smack, if they are trying to hate on you, guys, they're miserable. Let them go. Not worth it. As I said at the beginning of the, of the of Monica segment, if it doesn't bring me joy, it's out of my life. I have zero time or place for toxicity, negativity in my life these days. Let that go and you're going to feel a huge weight lifted from your shoulders. And once you've released the idea that you have to people please, I want you to pick a handful of people that you know who might be able to help take some of that stuff off your plate or lend a hand. Maybe you need to invest in an employee. That's something that I, I had to do. Like I just, I had to hire someone. I, I cannot do it all on my own. And you know, I've got my right hand person, but we've had to, we've had to grow our team because we're growing. And without that, I, I can't function. I'm, I am horrible at the delegate and disappear as Lolita and, and Liza have said on this stage before, right? Think about that. If you're a business owner, where would your business be one year from now if you weren't around? That's a tough, that's a tough thing to ponder, right? And it's something that I had to ponder. So I had to pick up more people. Maybe you need to invest in a babysitter or a weekly house cleaner, whatever it is. I promise you that your time is more valuable than money. And I know that money is tough for a lot of people right now. We're in kind of this, you know, in between state gas prices are ridiculous. There's inflation. I get it. And all of that can stress us as well. 
But if your excuse is that you can't afford to hire someone to help you, imagine how much more money you could make if you had the time back that you spent stressing or devoting to those menial tasks. If nothing else, I encourage you, go in search of a mentor who can help you to manage your time more effectively. And I promise you that this in itself will give you back some peace of mind. So that is my tip number three for you, ask for help. Tip number four, another biggie for me, learn how to say no and mean it. Going back to Brian Benstock, love Brian Benstock. He's a little brash, but he tells it like it is. Guys, no's a complete sentence. It is, you owe nothing to no one. You do not have to explain yourself to anyone, right? Learn how to say no and mean it. One of the biggest issues that I had with my overwhelm in my life, especially when I was starting my business, it was the feeling that I had to say yes to everything, right? Yes to people, yes to places, yes to things, even if they weren't necessarily aligned with my purpose. And it goes back to that people pleaser mentality that we just discussed. Guys, if you are always saying yes, you are inevitably gonna bite off more than you can chew. You're gonna overpromise. you're gonna underdeliver. So what I want you to do is I want you to, like I said here, I want you to focus on that why. I want you to focus on what is most important to you in your life. And I want you to pick the projects or the pastimes that are going to add genuine value to that, right? If it's not lighting up your soul, don't do it. Just don't do it. I, I'm telling you, I, I struggled with it for so long. If it is not burning an internal flame in your soul, don't do it. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're passionate about it. And when I first launched my company, one of the things that I did, because I'm, I'm good at it, but I hate it, I'll, I'll be honest, was advertising that I could do websites. I'm a brand strategist. I'm the CEO of a company called Retention Masters. I help people to brand themselves to win through creative content. And so part of that content is, of course, you know, putting a website together, which, believe it or not, needs to come further down the road. You need to focus on getting your following and, and building your social media. That's a conversation for another day. But I advertised that I could build websites because I was good at doing them. And what I ultimately discovered by doing that was how much I hated building websites. And I eventually got to a place where I simply had to tell people no. And by doing that, I was able to create opportunities for others who love to build websites. And a result of my sticking to my passion, sticking to my guns, saying no, what I ultimately did was pave the way for other growing businesses. And that created a reciprocity deal, right? So I know people that they love to do that stuff. I create deals daily with people who do things at the same level or better than I do. And I send people their way, bye-bye, off my plate, don't have to worry about it. And somebody that I have a great relationship with ultimately gets that business. It's a win-win. So that doesn't mean that you should, you know, try to get out of going to Chuck E. Cheese or spending time with your kids or your significant other or things that they enjoy, right? That's a totally different conversation. But generally speaking, if it's not lighting a fire within you, don't commit to doing it. No is a complete sentence. That is my tip number four for you. I'm trying to make sure that I can check here on time. I have nine minutes left. I, I really don't like this new Clubhouse update because it doesn't show me the time on my screen any longer. And I'm sure they had an intentionality of doing that, uh, but we got nine minutes. So I'm gonna breeze through these last three here. Number five, plan a date with yourself. One of the biggest ways that overwhelm creeps in is on account of us not spending time in our happy places and moments, right? We get so distracted by the daily grind that we lose sight of what's important to us. So just like you would say no to the things that do not set your soul ablaze, you should learn to say yes to the things that do. Even if that means blocking off time in your calendar, scheduling a date with yourself or your friends or your kids or your significant other, 
or whomever and whatever brings out the best version of you. Guys, self-care isn't selfish. It is essential to your overall state of mind and well-being. I have a weekly routine now that no matter what, at 5 p.m. on Saturday, my phone goes on DND. That's it. Period. End of discussion. I have taken my Sundays back. I have taken my weekends back. I have committed to my husband that I put all of these hours in. Sometimes I work 18 to 20 hours a day because I am so passionate about changing people's lives, helping our clients win, and making a difference in this world. I'm, I'm available to you Monday through Friday. I'm available to you part of Saturday if it's absolutely necessary, but my Sundays are non-negotiable. I took those back because that's my time. And at the end of the day, if I'm not happy, if I'm not joy-filled, if I am overworked and overwhelmed, I am going to be of absolutely no service to anyone else. So that is my tip number five for you. Plan a date with yourself, right? Tip number six, and uh, I shared this tip actually about a year ago, and a lot of people were like, what? What is she talking about? But I'm telling you, it's life-changing. Number six, play a video game. Not even joking, guys. I have an Oculus headset, and that's part of my daily workout routine. I am a huge fan of the Supernatural VR app. It's, it's been life-changing for me. But when I get under that headset for those 45 minutes, I'm on day six now of 75 hard. Like I said, I started it back uh, six days ago because I was lost without it. But I have added that virtual reality into my regimen because it's fun, right? It might sound completely counterproductive, but I want you to hang with me here. I'm sure you're thinking, wait a minute, I have 10,000 things already to do on my plate. Where am I going to find time to play a video game? And I get it. I'm with you. However, there have been studies done that show that video games are actually a workout for your brain. They have multiple stress-reducing benefits. And by increasing your brain's gray matter, which is associated with things like muscle control, memories, perception, spatial navigation, yada, yada, yada. But video games have the potential to increase your social skills. They can help you to become a better problem solver. They can boost your mood and your mental health. So the next time that you're yelling at your kids to put the controller down, perhaps, perhaps, just pick it up and play with them for 30 minutes. Everything in moderation, right? But spending time actually playing some video games could be exactly what you need to get out of your own way, out of your own head, just long enough to come up with some brilliant ideas or solutions to overcome your overwhelm. That's my tip number six. And finally, my tip number seven. Guys, if you write nothing else down today, I want you to write this down because it's crucial. It is absolutely crucial to living your best life. Guys, you have to become okay with being perfectly imperfect. Become okay with it. Guys, you're never going to be perfect. Try as you may. None of us are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much of a following you have. I don't care how big you are in business or in life. I don't care if you're a Hollywood freaking celebrity. I've got lots of them in my circle. Love them dearly. They're not perfect either. Stop letting what Hollywood tells you is perfection become your idea of perfection because it's not real. It's not real. Guys, we compare ourselves so much. We compare that, oh my gosh, that imposter syndrome. We, I, I struggled with it for so long. I understand. We are constantly comparing ourselves to what Hollywood or the media tells us is this idea of perfection that we have to be, that we have to have it all together all the time. I'm here to tell you, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be perfect. Perfectionism is one of the greatest afflictions that aids in our overwhelm. And guys, I understand because I was a fellow perfectionist. I know I'm getting better, 
but I have what I call creative OCD, right? And if something, even the smallest fraction of a percentage looks off or doesn't look right to me, or I see something that, you know, maybe one of my competitors has posted and I'm literally just smacking my forehead going, did you really just put that out? Did I really just see that? I was that person. I literally, I'll make myself go back and I'll redo it 10 times. That's just me. And Sheryl Sandberg once famously said, done is better than perfect. And we need to learn to give ourselves grace sometimes, guys. Understand and accept that people do not expect us to be perfect. Whether it's our kids, our friends, coworkers, clients, what have you, I promise you, all of them will be much happier with you as a human being if you are a happy human being. Having a great work ethic is priceless. I, I, and my work ethic is everything, which is why I have a problem with overwhelm, which is why for the past year, my plate has been overflowing because I'm a perfectionist in that area. And I had to let that S-H-I-T go. I had to, because it was, it was, it was robbing me of my joy. Going back to my non-negotiable, if it robs me of my joy, it's not in my life. And I, I was being counterproductive, I, completely counterproductive. I was being a hypocrite because on one hand, I said, if it robs me of my joy, it's not in my life. But yet I was creating a schedule that robbed me of my joy. I had to let go of some clients. I wasn't happy about it, but I was able to pass those people on to maybe someone that was just starting out. And I had to understand that. So I let it go. It's important to me. So what's most important to me in my life these days is my joy, is my happiness, is having a fantastic relationship with an amazing husband that I prayed for my entire life. I went through so much in my life and I never thought I was gonna be happy again. So many things robbed me of my joy. My schedule is not gonna be one of them anymore. I am not going to be a slave to the grind no matter what people say. So like I said, having that great work ethic, it's priceless, right? And it will take you places in life. But please, please do not become so much of a perfectionist that you are becoming overwhelmed and that you're not living your best life too. If the people and the clients that are around you are happy and they tell you job well done, say thanks and move on. You'll always be able to find something that isn't perfect, but sometimes that's perfectly okay. It's perfectly okay, guys. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own head today. I'm gonna recap these again, as always. Happy to share my content with you guys absolutely free. You can click my face and you can join my VIP text club for free. Again, if you want a copy of my self audit, feel free, send on over a text, follow me on Instagram. I will make sure that you guys get that content. So let's recap these one more time and then I'm going to be handing the mic over to the amazing Mike Zeller and uh, we, will, we will go through these one last time. So number one, identify the root cause of your state of mind and overwhelm that are causing that emotional state. Again, you cannot fix what you don't own. You cannot fix what you don't acknowledge. That is tip number one. Number two, explore all of the possible outcomes. Again, maybe sometimes it just comes down to hiring someone, working with a mentor, talking to a friend, whatever that may be for you. Explore all of those outcomes. Be them funny. Maybe maybe you just say, I need to become a superhero. Who, who cares, right? It's, it's your list. Write down whatever you want. Number three, ask for help. Know that some of us have a lot of pride and ego, myself included, but sometimes you got to ask for help. Number four, no is a complete sentence. Learn how to say no and mean it. I have recently adopted that and it's been life-changing for me. Number five, plan a date with yourself. Guys, self-care is not selfish. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot completely give back what you do in life 
if you're pouring out of that empty cup. So plan a date with yourself, invest in your time and self-care, invest in your health, health as wealth. That needs to be a priority every minute, every day. Make sure that you do that. Number six, like I said, unplug, play a video game. I know it sounds silly. I know it sounds counterproductive, but it does definitely help uh, with increasing that brain matter in your brain, in your brain, listen to me, in your brain. And it's associated with things like muscle control, memories, perception, all of that. You will have mental, more mental clarity if you can unplug, have some fun, play a video game with your kids, right? I'm not saying to do it all the time. I'm not saying to let it distract you from everything else you got going on, but learn to unplug and have some fun. And again, number seven, be okay with being perfectly imperfect and stop being a people pleaser. Again, if you write nothing else down today, remember that what other people think of you is none of your business and that there is no one in life that is doing more than you that will be hating on you. Let that S-H-I-T go. So that is my segment today, guys. As always, go out, make your day and someone else is absolutely amazing. Remember always that we rise together and I will see you back here on this stage next time, next Tuesday, same time, same place. That is my time. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.